Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number eight of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. As always, I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet to deliver yet another delicious, mouth-watering story right to your door in 30 minutes or less. Thank you once again to everyone who's been reaching out to little old me, all those kind words, emails, story suggestions from Ireland, Australia, all across the world. I'm doing my best to respond to everyone. It's been nice, and I appreciate each and every last one of you. Even the assholes. There's some meanies out there. You know who you are. But hey, that's to be expected. There's morons everywhere. Take a look around you. Guaranteed you'll spot one. Maybe you're even sitting next to one right now. So let's keep spreading the word about this podcast, and it'll keep getting bigger and better. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell a stranger. As long as they have ear holes, anyone and everyone is welcome. That sound means buckle up and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to have you back home before dinner is delivered. It's a pizza night, baby. pizza pie prankster. There's no better feeling in the world than a warm pizza box in your lap. Kevin James. 
the king of queens, speaking the truth. Pizza is the best though, isn't it? Great for every occasion. Whether you're watching the big game, having a birthday party, celebrating with your pals, or depressed and alone, eating your feelings, pizza is there to comfort you like an old friend. It just makes things better. If we're being honest, that's probably all fast food, really. But for me, pizza has a special place in my heart, in my belly. It's always meant the weekend has arrived. Friday night, let's kick things off right and order up a couple of pies. Let's skip the dishes. It's been a long week. Time to let our hair down and celebrate. Before I heard of this upcoming story, I would have never believed that pizza, our beloved friend, could ever bring anything but joy to someone's life. That just the very thought of it could bring stress and discomfort to someone. But for one man, it... Um... Actually, hold on. I guess that's not entirely true. There's people who are lactose intolerant. There's also people with gluten allergies. Yeah, eating a pizza could totally be a nightmare for them. Hmm. Well then, uh, that kind of ruins my dramatic setup for this tale. Ugh, whatever. Just cue the music and let's do this. episode takes us to Belgium. If you are like me and have very limited knowledge about Belgium, you are going to be walking away from this episode with very limited knowledge about Belgium. But let's give it a go. It's a country in Western Europe, very densely populated with about 11.5 million people residing there. There are three official languages in Belgium, including Dutch, French, and German, and it really varies depending on what region you're in. But Dutch seems to be the most commonly spoken, and is apparently quite similar to the English language. I was looking at an article written in Dutch, and I can tell you firsthand, it ain't that close. A few words were decipherable, but let's just say if I went to Belgium, I would not be having too many riveting conversations with the locals. This story takes place in Turnhout, which is a municipality in the province of Antwerp. Fun fact about Turnhout. It houses the National Playing Card Museum. Here's a four-star review I found on TripAdvisor to tell you all about it. It's titled, Something Else. A small museum dedicated to playing cards. It is something different. Mostly about printing machines and a little bit around the history of playing cards. There's also a large steam engine which my son was allowed to set in motion and an interactive section. Very friendly staff. Well worth a visit if you're in the area. Okay then. Excuse me a moment, just putting visit the playing card museum on my bucket list, and perfect. Anyways, our victim is a man by the name of Jean Van Lendeham. I'm sure you don't want to hear me horking up phlegm throughout the episode, so we will address him by his initials, JVL. Sounds way cooler. Uh, his name reminded me of action superstar Jean-Claude Van Damme who is known as the Muscles from Brussels, so very fitting seeing as Brussels is the capital of Belgium. We have some JVL quotes to pepper into this episode, so I'll try my best not to say I'm like Van Damme. Can't make any promises, though. Let's start off here sometime in January of 2019. We're at JVL's home and turnout, and he is having an extremely stressful day. He's trying to explain to the delivery man at his front door that he did not order the 14 pizzas that he has just arrived with. The man finally leaves, disappointed and confused, no doubt. 
he's going to have to explain the situation to his boss. Ten different delivery men showed up to the door on this day. Every single one turned away from a sweaty, irritated JVL. This day was the worst by far, but just par for the course in the life of JVL. You see, the 65-year-old man has been receiving unwanted, unpaid-for fast food deliveries to his home off and on for nine years, and he's up in arms about the whole situation. Here's a JVL quote. All the quotes are from an interview in an article done by Hetlesch which in English means the latest news. It's a Dutch newspaper outlet out of Antwerp. Quote, I have always refused the deliveries, so I have never paid for anything. It costs the restaurants money, and they have to throw the food away. On the day that 10 deliveries showed up, I did the math. It cost 450 euros. End quote. So yeah, this is a big inconvenience for JVL, having to explain day in and day out that he's not paying for these deliveries. I would personally despise this as well. I spend my life trying to avoid confrontation. It's terrible for everyone involved, though. Even worse for the restaurant. They're losing money, wasting time and ingredients, the driver wasting gas. JVL says the food is thrown away, but I mean, come on. You know those 14 pizzas were being taken home that day by some pretty happy employees. It's mainly pizzas, but sometimes this mystery caller orders up pitas, kebabs, and other fast food items. This all started back in 2011. The first couple of times JVL thought it was just a mistaken address, a glitch in the system. But after a while, when deliveries were coming from all over town, he knew it wasn't quite that simple. JVL quote, It can be on a weekday or during weekends, and at any time of day. The orders come from delivery services and turnout, but also come from the surrounding area. I have even had orders delivered to me at 2 o'clock a.m. End quote. This is brutal. You can't help but feel bad for the guy. This delivery prank is nothing new. Teenagers and immature adults have been doing this kind of thing for years. But never on this scale. Usually just a one-time thing. I actually did this with a couple of buddies when we were 20. We ordered two large pizzas to a friend's house, and the results were much different. He answered the door, kind of scratched his head confused for a moment, then paid for the pizzas and went back inside. When we went into his apartment after to inform him of the prank, he said, quote, I'm high as fuck right now. I thought I'd ordered the pizzas and forgot about it. End quote. We all laughed. But this is no laughing matter. After a certain point, a joke just becomes harassment. JVL is visibly shook by the situation. He later said, quote, I cannot sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. I dread that someone will come to drop off hot pizzas yet another time. End quote. I'm not familiar with scooters as a form of food delivery. We use cars up here in Canada. So I had to Google Belgium delivery scooters. It was uh, pretty great. There's a nice pic of a shiny red Pizza Hut scooter. It's got a big box on the back where the pizzas are kept, nice and warm. Uh... Didn't look like he could fit more than four in there, though. I can't help but laugh thinking of the time JVL had 14 pizzas delivered to his door. Hearing what must have sounded like a biker gang pulling into his driveway, he probably bent his blinds with a shaky finger and looked out his window absolutely terrified. Would have made a great scene in a horror flick. JVL has refused every single false delivery. That takes a lot of willpower. I'm sure if this was happening to me, I'd give in half the time and just buy the damn food. But not our guy, though. 
In fact, he doesn't even order pizza. He says he only gets frozen pizzas from Koiru or Aldi. Nailed it. These are Belgian supermarkets. Ugh, what kind of psychopath only eats frozen pizzas? Although I can see why he'd do that, but given a choice for me, it's a no-brainer. Delivery over Delicio anytime. JVL has alerted the police of the situation numerous times, but nothing has been done to resolve this matter. He continues to be tormented and doesn't know who could possibly be doing this to him. I will go over a couple of theories later. I think this is another one of those cases where, although irritating for everyone involved, police just had bigger fish to fry. I'm sure even if caught, this pizza prankster would get no more than a slap on the wrist. With a decent lawyer, they could easily deny all the other fake orders and just say the prank was a one-time deal. A uh, big investigation is not in the works. No stakeouts are being performed. The prankster is pretty good at mixing up the calls to different restaurants and covering their tracks. To make this even more interesting, JVL has a friend, who he says is also being victimized. Wow, the pizza sauce thickens. JVL quote. We should uh, start a drinking game here. Every time I say JVL, take a swig. It's been at least 50 times already. I can't stop, and I won't stop. JVL quote. A friend of mine who lives in here and out is going through exactly the same thing as I am. She has been receiving pizza she has not ordered for nine years, too. Sometimes we both get them on the same day. When that happens, we warn each other to expect a delivery. End quote. JVL and police agree it's probably someone they both know. Yeah, you think? If this were a movie, this friend would be my number one suspect. Classic move to take suspicion away from herself. Oh yeah, I'm getting pizzas delivered to my place, too. All the time. But this is not a movie. It's real life. So, I've seen a few pictures of JVL. He looks like a no-nonsense type of guy. Piercing blue eyes. Thick white mustache. Looks kind of nicotine stained. Most likely a smoker. And he has slicked back white hair. There's one picture in particular where he's sitting down at the table. Uh, with a bunch of delivery notes. At least 30. And he does not look impressed. Something tells me if he finds out who's responsible for this. He doesn't care to get the police involved. He'll handle the business on his own. Final JVL quote. I cannot take it anymore. When I find out whoever has been bothering me for the past nine years, it will not be their best day. End quote. So that's JVL's story and he's sticking to it. Let's now try to figure out what type of person is doing this to our guy and how they could potentially catch him. To get a couple different viewpoints, a second opinion if you will, I messaged our buddy and resident behavioral expert Andrew to throw his two cents in. So here he is with his opinion on this unsolved mystery. Most of us have made prank calls when we were younger, but to continue doing so for several years and harassing the same few people with it indicates there might be a larger problem. As I was reading the article, it reminded me of learning about the dark triad back in college. Lately, though, some researchers have included a fourth aspect of the dark triad, making it a dark tetrad. What they have included is sadism. The tetrad also includes psychopathy, which can be a nebulous term, but specifically in this case, the callousness and cruelty of the act of ordering pizzas and other foods continuously through several years. Once or twice, that might be a funny prank, but this old guy's life is being ruined by this behavior. It is notable that this is happening to a friend of the victim as well. 
It would not surprise me at all if the person making these calls has a front row seat to the pain they're causing. After all, witnessing pain is important to a sadist. Insightful stuff as always. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Interesting point about the prankster in this case having a front row seat to the mayhem they're causing. And I agree. JVL should keep his eyes peeled when he gets these deliveries. Take a look around. See if anyone familiar is watching. Now, I don't know JVL, but he needs to put his detective hat on if he wants to figure this out. Does he have a neighbor he doesn't get along with? Enemies? Immature friends? He also needs to work on staying calm and having little to no reaction when dealing with these deliveries. If he's freaking out, visibly shaken by these pizzas showing up, a sadist is going to get off on that reaction. Heck, this has always been a rule of mine. Never let people see you sweat. Never let them know when something bothers you. With bullies, and especially with your friends. Growing up, I had a friend named Dave. The thing about Dave was he had a really bad temper. Uh, One day, a bunch of us were hanging out, and he got a call on his cell phone. The person on the other line asked for Brad. It was a wrong number, innocent enough, but for some strange reason, this infuriated Dave. Dave hated wrong numbers, he told us, after hanging up on this person and calling them an idiot. And that's all it took. We had our ammo. Anytime after that, if we were bored, we'd call up Dave, saying, Hey, is Brad there, please? Put him on speakerphone and laugh while he freaked out and called us every curse word you could imagine. Fifteen years later, and to this day, I bet he still gets those phone calls from time to time. Just wind him up and watch him go. So yeah, no reaction might help, although I'm sure these news articles written about the story is potentially just adding more fuel to the fire. Hopefully if the mystery caller has a heart, some shred of decency in them, they'll see how much stress this is causing and stop immediately. Or get hit by a bus. Either or would be cool with me. The key to solving this unsolved mystery... Um... I gotta stop playing that or I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> uh, the key to solving this probably lies with his female friend, who is also receiving the calls. They need to brainstorm and write down potential suspects, mutual friends, acquaintances, enemies. Uh, someone who they both know who could potentially be doing this. Someone who they've wronged, maybe. It's important to note she lives in Herenthout, which is about 32 kilometers or 20 miles from JVL. So this mystery caller may not always be there watching and enjoying their work, but I feel like they're witnessing the action from time to time. Man, this is a real head-scratcher. But I feel like age also plays a factor. If the victims were in their 20s, I'd say it's just a friend messing with them, no big deal. But the fact that JVL was in his 50s, now he's in his 60s, like, damn. And just the sheer amount of times this is happening. Sure, it's not happening nonstop like some headlines would suggest. Our boy isn't being bombarded with calls on a daily basis, but even one time is too many. Judging by the papers scattered on, a, on his table, we know it's happened at least 30 times. And that's not including the deliveries to his friend as well. Uh, this goes from being kind of cute to downright disturbing, mean, creepy. Whoever is doing this has some serious issues. Restaurants in the area should definitely have postings by their phones telling employees not to deliver to JVL's address. I'm sure that would be hard to enforce, though, with the revolving door of employees working in restaurants. I wonder if the mystery caller disguises their voice, or if a restaurant could get a recording of the conversation. I'm sure if JVL or his friend could hear the caller's voice, they would likely recognize it 
and uh, we can get this case solved. You would think the restaurants want this solved as well, but it may not even be that big of a deal to them. If the prankster's smart, they're spacing out their calls, dispersing them to different restaurants all the time. Think about how many pizza joints there are within delivery distance near you. I live in a small town, and I can think of ten places just off the top of my head. They also occasionally order pitas and other meals. If a restaurant gets a few prank calls a year from this person, in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to really make a dent in their profits. At least not enough to get wrapped up in an investigation. It probably wouldn't even really be on their radar. Unfortunately, JVL, sorry buddy, but the ball is in your court. It's up to you to solve this thing, and I really hope he does. I was thinking maybe he should just move, but that means the prankster wins. And if it's someone who knows him, which it likely is, it would only be a matter of time before those scooters started delivering warm pizzas to his new location. Just as I was finishing up writing this episode, I actually came across another pizza prankster. This was happening over in Germany in 2018. Guido Grohl, (laughs) a lawyer, received over 100 pizzas delivered to his law office over a two-week period. It's been theorized that the calls may be coming in from an angry former client, no doubt. And for Guido, these deliveries are throwing him off his game. Guido Grohl, quote, It's infuriating. You can barely manage to work. End quote. The caller mixed it up a little, also ordering sushi and curry worst. Sounds disgusting. Uh, For some reason, I find it hard to feel bad for a lawyer named Guido. (laughs) He probably deserved it. Get your damn assistant to deal with it and quit your whining, you little weasel. Anyway, I'm sure he's a great guy. Getting back to the victims in our featured story, JVL and his lady friend... I really hope they get some closure here, sooner rather than later. This is one case that I will definitely be keeping my eye on. Although if JVL does figure out who the prankster is, it probably won't even make the news. I have a feeling he will serve as the judge, jury, and executioner. Proper punishment will be provided to the pizza pie prankster. And in the words of our good friend, JVL, it will not be their best day. And on that note, we are back. That's a wrap on episode number eight, The Pizza Pie Prankster. I hope all that pizza talk didn't give you any heartburn. Made me hungry. I think I'll order up a couple of pies once we part ways here. I may even order one to my neighbor's house. Watch him squirm a little. Hey, why not? All right, big thank you to Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing the sweet, sweet theme music, and of course, my boo for editing this episode. Also, a special thanks to Andrew, our resident behavioral expert, for his input on the case. Thanks, pal. I do have a promo to hit you with on the way out. If you love unsolved mysteries like the one I just covered, you will really enjoy this podcast. It's called The Trail Went Cold. It's hosted by a fellow Canadian, Robin Warder. He's a great guy, and I've been listening to his podcast for a few years now. If you are intrigued by cold cases and mysteries in general, you're going to love this one. I'll let him tell you all about it in a moment. As for me, I will be back in 10 days with more scumbaggery for you. Alright, take it away, Robin. Bye. Uh-huh.
Hello everyone, this is Robin Warder, host of the true crime podcast, The Trail Went Cold. If you grew up watching the classic television show Unsolved Mysteries, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I profile a new unsolved murder or missing persons case and share all the baffling details. Afterward, I provide my own personal analysis and theories about what might have happened. This is a show for true crime buffs who are fascinated by cold cases and love to discuss them and pick them apart in an attempt to figure out the truth. So be sure to check out our podcast to learn about some truly bizarre unsolved mysteries where the trail went cold. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.